City Streaker. X-Rock 80, El Paso. KLIF trucking through traffic at a 524 mark. KNOW with more summer fun than anyone. Boss Radio, 93 KHJ. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of Radio What Happened. I'm Terry Bettis with my podcast partner, Jim Christofferson. Thanks, Terry. No, no guests today on our program. I guess we're taking social distancing very far. I know I'm not wearing a mask, which would be, I guess, hard to do a podcast with, but uh, no guests today. But my goodness, we've got a great guest coming up in our next program. He's a broadcast legend and one of the people on the ground floor of the creation of Clear Channel Communications. His name is Stan Webb, and he actually goes back as far as the early days of Gordon McClendon. So we're going to have a very interesting guest for you next week. However, we do have some great audio from Dick Orkin. His daughter, Lisa Orkin, sent us a Tooth Fairy episode that we maybe could compare to Chicken Man. Plus, we'll take a look back at radio history, including a nod to the great Casey Kasem. That's right, Jim. Plus, we have another Radio What Happened contest. We'll have all that and more after this word from our commercial announcer. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Ed's Wine, the only fancy French wine sold in a handy resealable cardboard carton, 49 cents a quart or 89 cents a gallon. Sure, you pay a few pennies more, but it's worth it. Love that guy. He really paints a picture, doesn't he? And speaking of painting a picture and creating theater of the mind, nobody did it better than Dick Orkin. Do you remember a couple of episodes ago we had his daughter on with us, Lisa? I think she stunned us both in, in that episode when she said she and her siblings actually thought her dad's Tooth Fairy series was more enjoyable than Chicken Man. Surprise me. In fact, I don't actually remember much of the Tooth Fairy series. I was such a Chicken Man uh, fan, but she was gracious enough to send us a couple of episodes. So in today, episode 17, we're going to play an episode of the Tooth Fairy for you to listen to. We'd love some feedback. Here it is. Monday, 10, 15 a.m. In answer to an ad for a dental assistant, I go to the dental offices of Dr. Nelson C. Armadingo. Yes, may I help you? There I inform the good doctor's do nurse do? that I had read their I ad, read ad for a dental assistant, dental assistant and that I, Newton Snuggers, America's Snuggers beloved, America's tooth, America's fairy beloved tooth fairy, had arrived. Would you repeat that? She was, of course, delighted, and in turn quickly introduced herself as Little Bo Peep. That's P-E-E-P. Little Bo Peep. In other words, you don't believe I'm the tooth fairy, Miss... Uh, Nurse Durkin. Nurse Durkin. In other, In other words... In other words, I believe you're a first-class ding-dong. And so, with the social amenities out of the way, I then took a seat while Nurse Durkin announced me to the good doctor. Doctor? Uh, doctor, I'm a dingo. Yes, I am. There's someone to see... You. While I'm filling my own cavity? Yeah, uh, he says he's the tooth fairy. Oh. Is this his first visit? Yes. Show his mouth into my office. Right. Thank you. Sir? Yes? Would you bring your... Would you come in, please? Thank you. Do you think my big sack will be safe out there? What's in it? Teeth. It'll be safe. This way. 
Thank you. How do you do? I'm Dr. Armadingo, dentist. Dr. Armadingo? Yes. Nurse Durkin? Uh-huh. Henceforth, I, Newton J. Snookers, America's beloved tooth fairy, shall make this office my official working headquarters. Oh. And I shall go forth from this office out into the night, into the homes of people everywhere. Uh-huh. And though justice, truth, and mercy be the greatest treasures of all, I will bring them cash. Nice. For the world must know, where there is one nickel, there is the glimmer of hope. Where there is one dime, there is dignity. True. Where there is two nickels, there is a dime. And where there is two dimes and one nickel, there's a quarter. And with a quarter, the world is your oyster. What did he mean by that? I think he means we'll be sharing rent. Dick Orkin. What an amazing talent. Those are some great episodes. And, and I tell you, it's hard for me. Like you, I, I remember Chicken Man much more than I remember Tooth Fairy. But overall... Art is just so subjective, I really can't tell you which one I appreciated or enjoyed more. It's, it's tough for me to outvote uh, Chicken Man, but Tooth Fairy is, it is, it is a brilliant series. But speaking of something that, air, that aired back in the 70s, I think now would be a great time to have another contest. And so what we're going to do is put together another musical montage of songs from the 70s. So how many of these... Can you identify? Like my brother, the Ren and I. Nothing like you. I got some money because I just got paid last time without a word. Girl, to be with you. Walking all the way she came. Baby, I love you. Bring me back to. That's our second musical montage, and just like last time, if you think you know all the songs in that montage, in order, send us an email to radiowhathappened at gmail.com. And this is on the honor system, too, so don't stop it. Wikipedia, anything. To see if you can get it in the first run, but uh, those are great. Another good one. Thank you, Terry. Also, as we mentioned earlier, let's look back at some important dates in the history of radio, but I'm not going to do it in any kind of chronological order. Up first, a nod to the great Casey Kasem. This month, August, marks the 50th anniversary of the weekly countdown program. Well, that is a great moment in history, and, and being old radio guys, I certainly remember being envious of the stations that had that program when, when my station wasn't able to air that program. But we just happened to have a couple of clips from American Top 40 and the great Casey Kasem himself. Hello again and welcome to American Top 40. I'm Casey Kasem and this is our weekly countdown of the 40 best-selling songs in the USA. Well, falling out of the countdown this week were Ted Nugent, George Benson, Steve Miller, and Elvis Presley. Moving in are four artists who've all hit the top ten before, and theirs will be the first four songs we hear today on our weekly survey of the most popular records in America. And we get started right here. Number 40. Look who's back. Rose Royce with all ten members. They hit the top ten early this year with I Want to Get Next to You. And they debut now with part one of Do Your Dance. I'm Casey Kasem. Well, now we're up to the number one song in the land, and our look back at four amazing decades, counting them down. The countdown began on the 4th of July, 1970, 
It was an idea that my partner Don Bastani and I came up with. Our first show took more than 18 hours to record. And at first, we only had seven stations. But Don and I believed, and so did a growing number of listeners. Back then, there were no long-distance dedications on the show. That didn't come along until 1978, when Matt Wilson located one in the mail. And Matt's been with us ever since. To date, we've read more than 3,000 of your dedications. Over the years, musical trends have come and gone. From disco to new wave, from punk to hip-hop, from bubblegum to rock. We've been there, counting them down. It's been a great 39 years. And it's really been an honor for me. But we're not finished yet. Our first number one back in 1970 was Mama Told Me Not to Come by Three Dog Night. And we've got one more song to go. The number one song in the USA for a third week is Second Chance by Shinedown. There it is, the number one song in the USA on American Top 20 for a third week, Second Chance by Shinedown. I'd like to share with you something I've learned over the years. Success doesn't happen in a vacuum. You're only as good as the people you work with and the people you work for. I've been lucky. I've worked for and with the very best. American Top 20 is a production of the Premier Radio Networks. AT20 was created by Casey Kasem and Don Bastani. Produced by Lori Crimmy. Our staff includes Matt Wilson, Meryl Schindler, and Toby James Petty. Production and engineering by Michael Cooper and Ray Hernandez. I'm Casey Kasem. Now, one more time, the words I've ended my show with since 1970. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Reaching for the stars. Boy, that, that became a national catchphrase for decades, didn't it? Also, Terry, I've been corrected, which probably doesn't surprise you at all. At least I think I have. I've been saying that the first commercial radio station was KDKA in Pittsburgh, which carried the November 1920 election results on the air with commercials. Apparently, that may not be correct. According to an email I got from one of our listeners, the first commercial radio station was WWJ in Detroit in August of 2020. So that means, if that's correct, this is the, uh, this is the 100th anniversary of commercial radio on the air in this country. WWJ, incidentally, also the first radio station, allegedly, to broadcast a news program. And, Terry, I know you're a baseball fan, and since baseball has started, the first broadcast of a World Series on the radio was October 5th, 1921, which was an all-New York City affair. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Hope you can edit that out. <laughs> yep. The Yankees, the Yankees versus the Giants. Now, the play-by-play -play guy was Grantlin Rice, who I really don't think about for baseball, but he painted that immortal picture of a college football game when he described the amazing backfield of the 1924 Notre Dame football team with these famous words, which I will not do justice. He said, outlined against a blue-gray October sky, the four horsemen rode again. In dramatic lore, they're known as famine, pestilence, destruction, and death. These are only aliases. Their real names are Stooldrayer, Miller, Crowley, and Layden. They formed the crest 
of the South Bend Cyclone, before which another fighting army team was swept over the precipice at the bend in the polo grounds this afternoon as 55,000 spectators peered down upon the bewildering panorama spread out upon the green plain below. <laughs> Wow. Now, Howard Cosell might have been able to pull that off, but I don't think any of those other 21st century sportscasters could do anything like that today. You know, and I wonder if he had that written down or if he yeah, just he had to, you know, or if he just, you know, was able to just come up with that on his own. If he did, I would be uh, bowing down to his greatness. That's that's <laughs> quite a line that he put out there. Absolutely. Just one of many, actually. So, yeah. Well, and as a matter of fact, I can think about John Updike, who wrote uh, a great piece on Ted Williams. And that was written out, but I actually heard him do that several years ago. And, and um, yeah, just nothing at all like you're hearing on play-by-play. -play. But, hey, it's good to have baseball back, at least at least uh, for a little bit this, this summer. Yes, it is. And there you have it, Episode 17. Here's how to get in touch with us if you have an air check an item you'd like to share, or an answer to this week's musical montage. Send us an email to radiowhathappened at gmail.com and look up our podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout, several different areas. We'd love for you to listen to our podcast. Well, you're listening now, but we'd really like for you to share our podcast. And join us again next week when we ask the question, Radio, what happened? Radio 93 KHJ.